My name is Andrew Bice. I spent the last eight years riding a swell as a special warfare combatant crewman. I've had moments where I felt like I've been riding on tops of waves and others where I feel pinned to the ocean floor under the whitewash. I've held many titles in my life. Son, husband, father, operator. Join me as I venture into a whole new role. This time, as a civvy. Welcome to Civvies. All right, welcome to uh, Civvies. Uh, I got a very special guest with me, Jordan Abenstreit. Um, we had a brief conversation, and when I dug into what he's doing now in his past, um, I knew he was someone I had to talk to, reach out with, and I'm very excited, looking forward to it. And um, Jordan, it's a pleasure for you to be here and uh, see where this conversation goes, man. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, so I kind of start with... Uh, who the person is. Cause I think you can tell so much about somebody by their journey and their experiences. Everyone has their own, but there's that common thread of, um, what resonates with certain people. And, um, I would definitely, you know, let's start there with you. Let's kind of bring in, you know, where you started and, mm. and what that led to and how you got to salvage. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I started, you know, I was a country boy in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. And did you have a cowboy hat? I did not have a cowboy <laughs> hat. No, no cowboy hat, but um, grew up around firearms and um, really kind of was fascinated with, you know, longer range, um, you know, precision fire. And I saw a poster one day uh, with a Marine Corps scout sniper on it, uh, one of those old school posters. And I said, that's what I want to do. And uh Day after high school, I joined the Marine Corps and probably one of the best decisions I ever did. Did yeah. you get any like kickback or flack from the parents where they're like, I don't know. They said, go. They want, they're ready. Yeah. They said, there is nothing here for you. You need to go. I mean, unless you're okay with bail and hay for $5 an hour in July, um, you need to go. There's nothing here for you. So join the Marine Corps. Um, I was a, a reconnaissance Marine and... Uh, I went to sniper school in Quantico, passed. A lot of people say they're snipers. And and it's like, oh, yeah, what schoolhouse did you go to? They're like, oh, I shot expert on the rifle range. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, let's let's get real here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love my job. I love being a recon Marine and um, did a tour to Afghanistan, uh, went on a Mew, and uh, we were the anti-piracy element for the Mew. After that deployment, uh, they sent me to Germany for a couple months and I helped train the Georgian uh, sniper platoons before they deployed to combat theater, which was kind of very interesting for me. Like uh, as far as like switching from kind of like it, it, it the was. shooter piece to the teacher piece it a was. little bit? It was. And I got to, because uh, it was an army base, so I never really... I guess saw, you know, the behind the scenes of, of how like some of this stuff works really. It's just like, Hey, I need this and this and they give it to you and we go do our mission. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I kind of, that was an interesting time, um, for me because I was transitioning, getting ready to transition out of the Marine Corps. And that kind of, I guess, opened my eyes to seeing all the contractors that were there like oh i could do that like this this seems cool 
So got out of the Marine Corps and Jordan, what was the reason, man, for that? If you're willing to share that, what, what came to be that festered as far as, Hey, I'm going to transition out. And was that pretty, was that like a heavy conversation that you like a constant battle with yourself? Like, should I, shouldn't I? I had no choice. Okay. I, they, they kicked me out. Um, according to Chesty Puller, I was a real Marine because every real Marine gets in JP. <laughs> um, and, and you know what? It's all good. Yeah. I, uh, it was a, a speeding ticket on base and they, yeah, the ninja, and that was it. They ninja punched me for it. And that was, someone's got to pay and someone's, someone's got to set the example for yep, everyone else. Yep. And that's when the, uh, the administration at the time was cut numbers and bad reenlistment code. You're done. See ya. And wow. I, I, you know what? I, I never even looked back. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Make peace with it. Yep. On to the next one. Yep. Got to move on. Hell yeah. And I, uh, out of the Marine Corps, probably three or four weeks, um, I started um, working in Iraq. This uh, time as a contractor. Yep. As a contractor. I was the, uh, what was he? He was, uh, I was on the consulate general's um, security detail. Okay. That was a good, probably a good place to get your foot in the door it was and then like you said kind of see what's next see what else is out there even when you were going to the army side to go train over there to see like oh there's a lot more to this this giant beast there's a lot more out there that i wasn't even aware of yeah and it was a lot of i think a lot of people struggle with the whole community piece like when you get out you're not part of the gun club anymore and your buddies who are still in either you know, don't get your feelings hurt if they don't hang out with you anymore because that's just the way that it is. Um, but but after um, after that contract, uh, Herat, the consulate in Afghanistan, got attacked, and so <clears throat> um, they they sent me over there um, as a uh, designated defensive marksman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so f- from that, you're pretty much on a post or some specific place, and you're pretty much eyes. Yeah, Overwatch. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> if we had like the ambassador come and he wants to go tour with his family, the mm-hmm. the city, um, I would go advance with another sniper buddy of mine, and we would, you know, set up opposing positions. But doing all of that stuff. I was still, I was still, you know, kind of in the military, it seemed. Yeah. You still got so a gun. You're still, still in a, a hostile a, yep, territory. Yep. And I think you're still chasing adrenaline a little bit too. Or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we would, there were some years where, I mean, we would get rocketed and mortared almost every day. It's, it's certain sites that I was at. And you probably become numb to it after a while. You know what I mean? Whenever you, whenever you transition into a new spot, it's like maybe the first, whatever, like a new job, whatever the heck it is, either it's a transition point and then whatever, a couple days, a couple weeks, then all of a sudden it's just routine. Yep. It was funny. There was a, a really good friend of mine and we were shooting on a range one day and this rocket, like we heard it 
And that thing came ripping right over our heads. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the song sharp dress man. Yeah. ZZ top. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like right when the beat drops to that, that rocket just came right over us and landed right behind us. And we were like, Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> like, that so just there, happened, man. yeah, yeah. There were, there were times when, um, you know, Oh man, this is like, I still need to keep this in mind. Like every time I hear something go off, I just yeah. stand there like, whatever. I probably should be going somewhere else and seeking cover. But like you said, you just kind of get numb to it and you don't care. Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy <laughs> to think about? Like for like somebody who's never been <clears throat> in the military or whatever, never been into some crazy country I mean, there's people in the, there's civilians who experience crazy stuff, right? Just mm-hmm. going to third world countries or, you know, where there's shootings all the time. You can go in places in America where there's shots, like shots all the time. But then you have that, that other piece where you have, you know, a family who lives in suburbia, USA, you know, never exposed to anything outside of their comfort zone in a sense. And then you have the complete opposite side where you and your buddy, you know what I mean? Or like listening to ZZ Top top as things go by. It's like, Hey man, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, experiences vary. I learned that from my wife. Um, she was, um, she played volleyball for Navy and I joke around with her all the time. Whenever, you know, she was, you know, playing volleyball, I was (laughs) sleeping in underneath of a Humvee in the, you know, in goat shit, uh, yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. Experience is very, uh, I, and I think that that's why a lot of veterans getting out struggle with, uh, you know, immersing themselves back into, uh, civilian life because a lot of people, they just don't get it. They don't understand and they never will. And so I think that's why, you know, part of what we're doing with the nonprofit it's so important to connect like-minded people because then they can relate. And it's not just the vocational side of the house with them building things. That's our mechanism that we use to get them off the couch yeah, um, and out there. But, but working side by side with other people who have been there and done that, that's, that's where that important connection is made. Yeah. No, I think you hit it on the head as far as, you know, no matter how many years you serve or uh, what you did in the military, as soon as you're gone, like you said, like the machine keeps turning, right? And you're just, you're just watching it go by. And then it's like, well, now what? Like it just, it's like a switch. It, you know, it's coming. Like you're like, all right, I'll be fine. It'll be good. And then it hits you and you're like, okay, maybe this, this carries a little more weight than I thought. Yeah. I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of, a lot of people and they get upset because that machine does keep going. And it's like, you know, you're, you're not special. You, you might be right. You might be able to do a couple extra things than everybody else, mm-hmm. but you're just a number. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle with that. Like, well, no, I was the best of the best. I was, a. a I was tier one. Yeah. You know, I, I went through this crazy selection I, process. I jumped I out of this. airplanes and ate people. Yeah. And, and now like it's continuing to go, well, I'm meaningless now. Right. 
Yeah. And, and then the guilt of getting out or retirement hits them and it just, it just spirals down. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's tough. That's something that's tough to, to kind of unbandage because once you go, like, like you said, you have so much purpose, so much worth, you feel like, you know, you're a God among men, right? Like you're, you're, you're the power you bring. It means something, mm-hmm. whether to your buddies or whether to the civilians of some other country you're trying to help or protect, like what a, what a strong feeling of value. And then you get set into, depending on where you go, right. An office setting or, you know, whatever it is, it's kind of like, you know, how does this matter in the grand scheme of things? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's probably some important to it, importance to it, but it's that purpose. I think that yeah. t- kind of dwindles away a little bit and you have to refine that or, you know what I mean? Or rejustify it. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, you did something. It was awesome. Be glad and thankful for what you did. Yep. And now you have something too. You can keep doing something or find something that has purpose just in a different way. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, a lot of guys, they, they want to get out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. Um, and I think they're, you know, they're, they're doing something to better themselves, but like they're around a bunch of 18 year old kids who, how can I say this? Very PC. Like <laughs> they just um, go, they, you know, it, it pisses me off. Right. Because you, you have all these social uh, all these social things going on where everyone's complaining. Um, you know, everyone wants to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, you know, everyone wants their own bathroom mm-hmm. and they're surrounded by all this petty bullshit. Yeah. And it literally, it, it, it it drives them like it drives them out, drives them away. 100%. And they're like, this is, is this what the rest of the world is like? Like I fought for this. So you these, lose your faith you know, in humanity just to some degree a little bit. Yeah. And, and these people are, you know, kneeling during the national anthem and burning flags. And, and they're like, man, I didn't, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. And then they go into isolation. Yeah. They, and then they end up killing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> It just, you know, yeah, that, that kind of transitions into another piece as far as <clears throat> community. Right. Um, I've reached out to, to some guys and I know my experiences are probably like, so, you know, it could be, I could have seen things way worse or been involved in something way more, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I've, I've leaned on people and people have reached out to me randomly, like the, that community. And I'm like, holy crap. Like it wasn't I, random. Yeah. That's fair. That's a whole nother conversation wow, we that, could have. <laughs> don't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just got goosebumps. Um, but just to hear someone like reach out, like, I guess, you know, by design, right? By some higher design, mm-hmm. divine intervention, if you will. Um, dude, but just to hear somebody talk and like laugh and relate to something real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to a, somebody I never met before, but yeah. I can bro down like, like that. Yeah. That does something. That does something. We to were, you. We were friends in a previous life. Yeah. But again, totally different conversation for another day. <laughs> let's do it. Let's, let's, let's go down here, man. Um, 
Yeah. Community is so important. And with salvage, you've kind of, you kind of just hit on a piece as far as somebody gets out, they get a taste of what society is, or it's different from what they had in their head. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, like something's off, something's wrong. I can't relate. I'm not going to be able to continue down this path in a good mindset. So I'm just going to cut it off. I'm going black. It's gone. Right. So boom, they flip the switch. Then they go to some random place. I don't, you can, now we can talk about coping with other mechanisms, whether it be drugs, alcohol, you know what I mean? Finding stuff. Maybe that isn't as healthy. Like, you know, for, for me, if I don't work out like something, like that. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's like I'm latched onto something good. I have a family too, so I can latch up, latch onto like a good, right, a good habit, right. Mm-hmm. But for those guys who are like maybe reach for something a little darker or makes their path keep going in a downward spiral, that's when it gets tough. And that's, you know, hopefully you don't want to hear the stories of your buddy who did all this hard stuff come back and then they take their life. You don't want to hear that because then that plays with you again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's tough. That's heavy. Yeah. I have lost over 20 friends to suicide and overdose since 2009. Yeah. And, you know, just going back to the whole, you know, getting shot at and rockets and all that. You just, you become numb to it after a while. And some of them hurt worse uh, than others, but it's, I think it's getting better though. I think, um, I think that we're really starting to, you know, hone in on what, what do these people really need? Uh, so they don't, yeah. you know, go down that rabbit hole. And that's where that whole community piece is really important. Um, so that's was there was there an, a specific event or uh, maybe something that made uh, the light bulb go off? You're like, hey, I'm going to create this company, this nonprofit salvage, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to go out there and help as many people as I can, even if it's just one like that. Care, You know, what I mean, that mm-hmm. that feels good. When did that happen? Yeah, um, it was it was my buddy, Matt. Um, he was in recon with me. And really phenomenal dude. He's just such a good dude. Um, He got out and went back home. And uh, he just, he got involved in the wrong crowd. He started, um, you know, dabbling in, you know, the drugs. Mm -hmm. And he was found face down. Uh, by his grandma uh, one day and I was actually my wife was down in Brazil at a planning conference and I went down there with her and my other friend Jason we were he calls me and says Matt's gone and and that was uh, that was that was really rough Um, I took all I, I like to dive yeah and um, my wife, she said, you have your dive gear, just go somewhere for a few days. And, uh, I got on a bus that early that morning and I just went North. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, 
but I was diving. And when I dive, I don't, I don't think about anything. Um, Do you think the world shuts off around you? Mm -hmm. Are you able to turn off your brain or deal with what's in your brain? Like deal Um, a little bit of both. It just shuts off. It does. Yeah. And, and that, that's a good thing to have. That's, I I need that. It's not necessarily me. Um, I find benefit in coping like by other means. It's sometimes I just need my brain to shut off. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was diving, I was thinking about Matt the whole time. Yeah. And it is funeral. (laughs) Sorry. No, man. Um, yeah. But at his funeral, I asked his mom, like, Susan, what happened? And she said, he didn't have you guys here. Yeah. And that was a huge kick in the nuts. 100%. And that's why um, a bunch of us were like, you know, we have to, you know, keep our buddies in check, um, checking in. Yeah. And we need to come up with a mechanism to get them out of their house, like off the couch, away from their bottle, um, away from the pills, mm-hmm. all that, and and get them doing something with their hands. And then that's when, you know, we can target them and with the, you know, veteran to veteran um, camaraderie building and community build, building and, and focusing on stuff like that. So that that was the tipping point of his passing where like, man, this, this is bad. Yeah. Because they're just, I mean, they're, they're falling like, you know, they're just falling left and right. Yeah. Um, I'll probably get a phone call within the next three or four weeks if another one's gone. But I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Sadly. But it's reality. It's, real. it's yeah. reality. And I think that people who say, oh yeah, there's, there's a, there's a veteran crisis or even active duty as well. Uh, oh, there's a crisis. Um, you can say that all that you want, but what are you doing about it? Yeah. And it takes work. Like it just takes work for me to hit up my buddies. Like it, I literally have to put it in my calendar Yeah. because I'm just so busy. But when that alarm pops up, I call them right then and there. Yeah. And I have to do that. And sometimes I get a phone call. And that's fantastic. Yeah. And a lot of people, they just shut everybody down. Oh, this person didn't talk to me after they got out. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's a process. Yeah. And it takes time for people to open back up and maybe they don't want to have anything to do with those past relationships in the military. That's fine. Let them go. Yeah. Like, but let them know that you care about them and you'll always be there. Yeah. No, man, that's, that's great to hear. And, you know, what you're doing, obviously there's a reason behind it and it's actually having a positive impact, right? Like it, I mean, if, hopefully you have a little better time sleeping at night knowing you're trying to help and then that's got to keep you going too. you know, keep the machine being fed, the salvage machine and yep. the community growing. Yep. Salvaging lives. That's right. I, everyone on our board are volunteers and and th- that's one big aspect that I, I love about the organization because people actually, they give a shit and they're willing to put in the time. And 
I also tell people this organization isn't just for the vet, the veterans and for the gold star kids and some of the active duty folks that come through our programs. It's for us too, because we're helping others. And like you said, I do sleep great at night when I don't have a baby screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a battle too. Uh, but it's, it's good for me. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And then, um, you know, you talk about different ways as far as like therapy, like kind of get yourself off the couch. Right. So I know you mentioned diving, mm-hmm. like what else is involved or what else does salvage offer? That's more than that. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, I know we had a conversation about like some guy, right. You spent all this time in the water. Yeah. He's like, hell he, no, I'm not he, going back out he there. He probably can- doesn't want to. Yeah. But yeah, he probably doesn't want to go diving again. Uh, so our dive trips, those are uh, one one time to two times a year, depending on funding. And uh, thankfully, one of our, our really big um, advocates is Santa Cruz. Uh, Rich Novak, he owns Santa Cruz. And he's a huge uh, surf guy, skate guy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, and he really loves what we do. And so, um, you know, he's depending on where the market's at at that time of the year. Uh, you know, he, Rich Everyone is, go Rich, by Santa Cruz right? immediately to help right. Jordan yeah, out. Yeah, he, he's a great guy. Um, but so one, once to twice a year, we will go down to Key West. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's usually five, five days. Um, th- it is at no charge to the service member vet or gold star kid, um, family member. And we bring our specialists down there. We have, uh, we have a mental health, a psych. Uh, she is fantastic. She helps me out <laughs> and she puts up with me. Uh, we have <laughs> neuromuscular therapy, addiction counseling, life coaching, um, even some um, financial um, coaching as well. And we, we really focus on the participant as a whole person because it's not just a dive trip. It's trying to get them to realize, Hey, you need to look at yourself too from all aspects of your life, whether it's family life, physical fitness, mental health, Mm -hmm. uh, all of that matters. So we, we offer that. Uh, We also just started last fall uh, twice a year. We are partnering with another nonprofit out of Afton, Virginia um, hopes um, equestrian uh, rescue. And, that is a, a multi-day event as well. You help out at the farm. They they work with local uh, law enforcement and they seize abused animals and they take them back and, and rehabilitate them on the farm. So there's a, a special connection that a lot of service members have uh, to these animals because they've been through the ringer. And it's almost like a reflection of themselves in some way. Yeah. And they can relate to that. Yeah. We have that program. We also have surfboard building, skateboard building, and um, we do a little bit of blacksmith Mm -hmm. uh, classes here and there. 
as well as uh, group hunt trips, uh, hog hunts, deer hunts. Um, so that those are those are some of the programs that we do offer. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's such a wide array. You can almost, you know, pick you, what's good for you, and you think you're going to get the most out of. Be for, yeah. versus like, hey, and that's why we you're going to be forced into this. Good luck. I hope yes. this makes you feel better. We're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, it, it's like the the SDV guy. Yeah. You know, um, oh yeah, we only provide diving and (laughs) like, I don't want to ever go back in the water. Well, you're going anyway. Yeah. Too bad, man. Sorry. (laughs) And and that's what we like. Cause on our website on the registration platform, you can pick and choose, uh, something that interests you. And again, that's just the mechanism for getting them out of the, out of the house. And then we do, we do the rest on our end from there. Yeah. You know, what's cool to think about too is let's say whatever, I choose some random hobby, right? Like blacksmithing, you know, like, Mm -hmm. all right, that sounds really interesting to me. Um, then I go do something with you guys. I kind of open up a little bit about it, you know, ideally, right. I kind of, I kind of start to find myself again, but then with that, you know, yeah, maybe that little week long trip is gone, but now I have a hobby that I can go and get in work, get involved in a community wherever I'm at. Yeah. I can be in whatever was Wisconsin, you know, crushing cheese curds. And then guess what? There's some blacksmith company down or, you know what I mean? There's yep. another guy who just wants to go pound metal and feel mid yep. medieval about it. And just, yeah. you know, it, it, ding, ding, yep. ding. I don't know. Exactly. That's what in my head. Yep. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Also, I forgot to mention um, whenever we approve the packet, for the participant to do whatever they want to do. Uh, we put them into a secure group chat with other people who have done the same thing. So the surfboard building program, yeah. uh, we've have, I think 30, maybe 30 people in that chat. All of them have built a board through our program. And then, you know, when, whenever the, the tide is good, someone will say, Hey, I'm going here at this time. And they meet up and they go surf together. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's only going to keep growing and, you know, keep them getting out and like yeah. keep them going for it. Just keep them searching for something. Yeah. And maybe they start to look forward to it, you know, then, then they start to be the advocate. Hey, everyone let's go. And then you got the new guy who just joined. He's like, and then oh, we, we right, win. I will go. That's when we win. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that's when everything just falls into place. Uh, it, and <laughs> There was a guy who was participating in a skateboard build and he met someone at um, the shop who tinkered on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And so he went to this guy's house and started, you know, rebuilding whatever. And now the guy works at a bike shop. Look at that. Another, we had another. A participant who uh, was at the skate shop and they employ gold star kids. And he knew one of the gold star kids, his dad who passed away. Yeah. And, and now I guess they talk every week. Look at and that. They, yeah. That's yeah. now we're going back to some divine intervention crap because this dude, yeah. that yeah. carries stuff, man. That's it awesome. It does. Another person he uh, became the operations manager for one of the shops. 
and he loves his job. Yeah. And, and again, yeah, cool. You built something that's neat, but that's not really the point. And, and we're, we're winning a lot right now. That's great. And I like winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh God, it's actually working. That, yeah. That is good. That's a good problem to be in, man, yeah. versus the other way. And then they ad, they advocate. And and they don't and this is what I tell people. I don't want you to be exclusively tied to our nonprofit. Because a lot of people they they're just tied to it. Nope, I can't get involved with this foundation or that foundation because this is mine. I tell people all the time, like, don't do that. If you know someone who's into they're getting out, well, refer them to this organization because they help with resume building and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, professional development classes and all that. Like, I don't care. And so people are like more comfortable with that. And so they're not as guarded when they're like, Hey, what do you do? It's like, Oh, I run a nonprofit, you know, this and that. And, and you see, they kind of get a little weird. They're like, Oh, and you're one of those guys. Yeah. It's like, man, I don't collect a paycheck. I'm not getting on those private planes to Vegas. And what do you mean? You're not taking 90% of all the funding going straight to you and then tell your donors like, Hey, we're changing lives. It's just you with a wig. Like, you know, better now. King of the castle. King of the castle. Man, it's rough. There there's dude, there's many, many moments where I'm like, man, this is tough. Yeah. It's, it's mentally taxing. And, you know, kind of going full circle, you have to protect yourself first. And, and my wife was the one that actually suggested that, you know, I take a little step, step back and focus on myself. Um, a lot of people, guys like us, we want to give, give, give and help other people out. But, you know, we take care of ourselves last. Yeah. So uh, there, there are times when I'm like, oh, geez, this is coming up again. Yeah. But it's all, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I'm glad you're taking care of yourself because you're able to take care of other people. So um, that doesn't go unrecognized. And I hope the world kind of opens its eyes to, to the good people out there mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, can get behind what y'all are doing and what other organizations are doing as well. Like you said, man, people get caught up in like, what does this guy get? Like we live in such a day and age where it's like, what is this person getting out of it? Mm -hmm. Can I trust them? Like, dude, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're looking for. I just want to help out go to somebody else. Like what's good for you. That's great for me too. Cause I want you to be in a good spot. A lot of people aren't used to that. Yeah. They're like, Whoa, you want to provide something for me but you don't want anything in return. And it, man, I've had to, I've had to have some really tough phone calls with people who are just wasting my time. Yeah. And Hey, signed up for this. Are you sure you want to do this? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. No show. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, like what? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't deserve this. Oh, wow. uh, you're, the, you're, you're given, you know, you guys are going to provide this for me and they almost uh, don't feel worthy or something all of the time. Wow. All of the time. That happens a lot. 75, More. 75% of the people that go through our programs are like that. That's crazy. An astronomical amount. Wow. 
it's frustrating. Yeah, because you're there to help. And they're like, okay, because yeah. a part of them wants to go. And then they talk themselves out of it because mm-hmm. they don't feel like they just they should just take something on out of the kindness of somebody else's heart almost. Yeah. That's a whole nother animal. Then where do they like then where do they go? <laughs> then who do they turn to? You know what I mean? Then they, sh- do they I, I, I hope they come back and they're like, dude, then they probably don't want to come back because they feel bad about they, they get bailing. they get two chances for me. Okay. And and after that, hey, I'm sorry. We can't help you. You're basically, you're taking up a slot for someone mm-hmm. who actually wants to who will participate. Sh- will show up. And and I will refer them to a handful of other organizations. It's yeah. just, you, you can't. And that's the thing, man. I, I guess the majority of Americans have this mentality of we need to help everybody out. And we need to force it into submission. Like, no, we're doing a good thing here. I need to force this person to get the good out of that. And you just, you can't do that. And you can't save everybody. Yeah. You can't help everybody. Some people, they don't want help. Yeah. And so that, that's been eye-opening for me when I first started the, the organization was putting up with that and going through that. And yeah, that's a different side than you think was going to come up. Yeah. To be honest. It's, it's crazy, man. The world is a wild place, isn't it? <laughs> yep, definitely. Um, um, it's it's such a great a great program because Randy he Randy has never been in the military. That guy can connect so well with with these service members and vets, and and he just he truly cares and he does this on the side for us because he, he gets so much value out of it. And Randy is, he's such a, a patriot and an amazing American. Uh, he wants to give back. He is directly seeing the value through his hard work by building these surfboards. And it's typically a four to five visit uh, build and he will typically start with a 3d bay. Um, and you basically, you design your board in that 3d bay. This is the size I want. Um, and then we, um, he'll get the foam and you start shaping the foam and you do that glassing. We throw some logos on there and start to finish he's he's there the entire time and it's uh it's very therapeutic yeah no i know it sounds like randy's got a heart of gold man he does he's a great to find somebody who can connect is such a valuable thing because not everybody can do that especially with everybody comes from different backgrounds different experiences to have that one guy can relate to everyone and he can read these people too and and i think that a lot of these these veterans I think they actually confide in him more because he wasn't in the military. So they can talk about whatever they want and they know they're not being judged. Yeah. Be like, Oh, well you messed up that. Like, I don't know if you're legit or not. Yeah. And he's, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's a really, it's a good program. 
That's awesome. I'm excited to get a taste, meet Randy and kind of see the process and, and see, you know, firsthand how it feels and what somebody going through the program, how they are going to take this on and what they're going to experience in their own way, of course, but just to get a taste, I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's going to be great. So as far as the process goes, usually you have, uh, you know, whoever's coming in and they'll tell you kind of what they're looking for, what they want. And then from there, it's like, hey, let's go. This is step one, right? Yeah. Here's the board. Yeah, pretty much, man. We, you know, we get to know each other over the phone, kind of talk about where they're at, uh, you know, how much experience they have in surfing, um, you know, their height, weight, all that good stuff too. And then, you know, what they, what kind of board they might be looking for or interested in. In this case, we're doing a five seven mini simmons here um and again I, I usually start cutting the outline to kind of cut the tension uh ease them into it get a good conversation going talk yeah. about you know themselves myself get to know one another that's what we're gonna do right um just bro out just bro it out yeah we can do that Sometimes, this is gonna be our outline which allows us to do our template to get the basically the basic outline of the board which is pretty important yeah yeah you know, so basically you're just gonna want to uh trace out the outline because what's going to happen is as long as you just kind of try to keep it clean line as much as possible so where are you from man i am from texas oh no way man yeah san antonio nice dude i've been out to texas a couple times like midland oh midland middle of nowhere dude that's flatlands enjoy that dude yeah because i went to school up in the panhandle at texas tech i started talking to one guy he's like my mentor right he was I was like, what do you do? And he was like, I'm in the Navy. I was like, all right, well, what the hell do you do? And he told me, you know, he was a SWIC. Obviously, nobody has no idea what that is. Right. I didn't know what that was. Right. I was like, all right, I don't know what that is. I'll go check it out. Then we started talking. I saw it. I was like, dude, this is badass. I want to jump out of a plane. I want to go after this. This looks so cool, right? So he's like, yeah, man, you got it. So like, he was always there for me. Then I, you know, signed up. I joined. Was there a specific drive that made you want to do that? I knew I wanted to push myself physically. Yep. I always play sports. You know what I mean. I love that that camaraderie. Yeah, you know, I was looking for that again because yep. I was working in a in a cubicle too in Ohio for a little bit. I, I couldn't stand that life. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, yeah. this isn't right. This. I went to college. I played. I played the game, yep. and then for what? Right. So I could sit here and watch my soul die in the office. Right. Yeah, you know, the the biggest day that like of realization that hit me, I was sitting there, I was looking out the window of the office, and it was the the lawn mowing company, right? These guys on lawnmowers just ripping around out there. I was like, I would rather do that yeah. for like half the cost of money I'm getting in for. Right. You know what I mean? I would I'd rather be out there. It's quality like, of life. Yeah, dude. So I was like, something's off. It's not right. Yep. It's happy, baby. So can you grab the nose, and yeah, we're carefully just going to flip this guy over? The old one, two, three, pancake One, two, flip. three. There we go. And just like that. We're going to try to So, I mean, this kind of gives you an idea of what we're looking at right here. Even uh, on this side, kind of shows you your outline. Yeah. You know, the tail's coming dude, more straight that. off. Yeah. Compared to that one, it's got more of like a hip that we talked about. Um, so the first thing we need to do is grab this guy right here. Did you when you were first doing this, like, because you, you oh, I don't was it like dude. everything was just when you what came out was like what is this my what first, did I create yes dude my first this board was man it was wonky <laughs> but I surfed it and that was the coolest part that is the coolest and it worked part. yeah the coolest part is like oh I'm taking a piece of foam 
and I'm going to shape it into something. And then I'm going to go in the ocean yeah. that is ever changing and I'm going to ride a wave with it. And that is like the best feeling ever, man. I don't care who you are. If you make your own board and you go out and surf it and it works, it's dude, there's nothing like it, man. So did that for eight years, man. Got out and dude, I'm just finding my next path, you know? Damn I mean, right. I work for a great company. Surprisingly, yeah. some guys struggle with where they land, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But dude, that's kind of why we're here to kind of help, you know. You hear all these stories, right? And then I don't like you don't even know what like civilian jobs are out there. And then how, like, what am I worth? You know what I mean? How do I set my value? Right. I think, my wife thinks I'm worth a million bucks. Yeah. Right? This company could only see me like, dude, this guy, I don't know, let's pay him 60K a year. Let's right. Feed him, you know what I mean? Right. Another thing, too, is like, you know, when was the last time you had an interview? You know, oh. like, going from, from that. What was your transition like then? Was it pretty uh, smooth? Yeah, well, I mean, I have a family, right? I got three kids. All right, oh, man. How old? So I can lean on them, five, three, and one. They're young. Hey, man. Um, but still, I was like, you know what? I, I can focus on that, right? And then still, I found myself dealing with some stuff that I didn't expect, right? Like mm -hmm. Losing community, losing my, my best friends, maybe purpose I struggle with a little bit, but I'm in a good spot, man. I really can't complain. To That's be awesome, real. brother. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you almost lose it. It, it is, yeah. yeah it gets yeah. a little tricky with the eyes. Well, since you, how long have you been out now? I think right around seven months, man. Wow. That's still pretty fresh, man. Yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, talk even like talking to Jordan, talking to like just random guys. Yeah. yeah I, you know what I mean? Like it restores your faith in humanity and like. Yeah. Dude, they went some crazy path. Look at them, and they made it. Right, they're still doing it. Right, they're in a good spot. Right, I'll be in a good spot. I just got to stick, keep at, keep at it. You know, yeah, you know? absolutely, just stick with it. man, absolutely. How did you find yourself doing this? You know, uh, yeah, this. Um, so this started at a board out of a trash can, honestly. <laughs> and uh, my buddy was throwing it away. I pulled it out, stripped the fiberglass, found myself in the backyard having a beer yeah. and just messing with it. You know. And then somehow uh, this guy saw me surfing, gave me a business card, told me to come by and check it out. I did. He offered me an internship, jumped all over it. You know, fast forward seven years later, um, I met Brian, a special warfare operator in the Navy and great guy, man. Um, and Brian, every time we'd like, because Brian was always like, let's make a mission plan every week. We'd like have this planned out, you know, how we were going to do things and this, that and the other. And he'd always say, Charlie Mike, man, Charlie Mike. I was like, hey, I like that. Like continue mission. I, I dig yeah, that. Yeah. And so when we started making our own boards, he's like, well, what are we going to call him? I was like, dude, you easy day. You would say right? this You've every day. Every day, on, man. man. Like, there it is, you know? And that's how, that's how it started, man. And I, I feel like it fits, you know, perfect. We went for it. And uh, that's when Jordan came by. And immediately when I, met, when I met Jordan, just, yeah, man, it was just, you know, you could tell he had a, a desire to, to help and, and create something that was going to, you know, giving out a, a outlook for guys, you know, making the transition. And, and uh, we were all about it, man, from day one. Yeah. And Dude, he's got, he's got such a, like, a, you could tell, you know, when he tells his stories, like the passions there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like man, somebody who cares genuinely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can see that. 
It's hard to find. I'm honored to be a part of it, man. Um, I've met a lot of great, great people. Yeah, this whole community is uh, really open. Has made me a better person, man, for sure. You know, meet, meeting everybody, hearing their stories, and getting to know people on a personal level is just. Do you think? Uh, great, man. You know, because every guy has their own like, stories and experiences. Yeah. So you find like you can relate to like everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Find that common thread and Absolutely. just pull on it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, deep conversations because I mean it's it's real. You know, there's yeah. there's real things to this. You know, there's there's real struggle. There's real um, what's the word I'm looking for, man? Uh, Just pain pushing because, through yeah. too. Like when when I when I hear from like one guy, I, I, he moved to the other side of the cu country, man. But we keep in touch, and uh, not to reveal too much, per obviously. Yeah. But you know, there were some things going on that he was. Uh, struggling with right at the beginning and i remember having like we just stopped shaping at one point and just sat for talk for like two straight hours and it's just a beautiful transformation and you know it's just surfboards here you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's yeah. cool to watch like it's 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 very a beautiful like thing to have on a human level like connecting with people and just you know full-heartedly being like look i care about you Yeah, we definitely try our best to keep in contact with, you know, everybody after yeah. this too. It's not just like, hey, come shape a board, cool. See you later. Let's get pictures. Let's yeah. post. Let's do all that stuff. You know, yeah. it's more like, this is the team. This is our community. Yeah. Like, this is what this it's is about. Like you know? Step one for like more to come, dude. There's yeah. there's plenty more steps to yeah, go. Yeah, I love it when guys come back, man. Some guys will just pop in at random and be yeah. like, Randy, what's up, man? I'm like, dude, dude. Yeah, it's cool, man. How are you? That's cool. The stoke it. is real, dude. I love that. Yeah. And now you just want to like really, you know, like see stuff like this. Uh huh. Yeah, just like kind of like, even if you got to go up a little bit and then bring it back down. You're just looking to really just smooth it out. Hey, Randy, man, like, thanks again. And, you know, is there a way that we can get a hold of you or people can find you? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, under Charlie Mike Surfboards. Awesome, man. I'll be looking for you there. Cheers, brother. Hell yeah. Now, when you go to sign, just send it. Full send, brother. Full send signature? Yep, just right down here. I can do that. Bingo. Uh, Easy day. First of many. Yep. Dude. Thanks, man. I'm so stoked, bro. Greatly appreciate it, dude. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking the time, you know? Dude, absolutely. Well, Jordan, thanks, man. I, I greatly appreciate you taking the time. And um, as far as people looking to get involved or just to reach out, um, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you and, you know, kind of see what you guys are doing? They go to our website, salvageusa.org. And we've got um, a bunch of really good information on the website. We have uh, an email up there, info at salvageusa.org. And they can hit us up. Cool, man. Hey, like I said, thanks for your time. And, um, you know, it's great to see that people out there, you know, people in this world do care and they do want to make the world a better place and keep it, keep it turning in the right, right direction, man. So there are a lot of good people out there. They're, they're still out there. They're still, <laughs> they're still out there. I love it, man. Well, uh, thanks again, dude. Can't Absolutely, thank you man. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Civvies presented by Metro star. If you want to learn more about Civvies or MetroStar, just want to reach out. Check out the links in the description. I'll catch you all on the next one.